Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you would, please welcome to the ice the members of the 2016 NCAA National Champions from the University of North Dakota. Welcome back to the Hasbens presented by 10K Takes, brought to you always by the Chill Boys. And you can go on www.chillboys.com. And listeners, you can type in HB15 to get 15% off your first order from the Chill Boys. Get your underwear, socks made out of bamboo. And I'd like to announce we do not have a guest for tonight's show. Actually, it's going to be a quick one for you guys, but. Uh, We'll have some interesting topics to talk about. We are joined by Trevor Olson, Ols Daddy, um, Jack Mason, Mace the producer, my name, Gage Osmus, Olson and I. Actually, all three of us went to North Dakota, if you guys didn't know that already. Um, but we are all NODAC grads. We talk college hockey on this podcast, so we're going to do some predictions later. But uh, let's get into our weekend recap here, brought to you by Beauty Status. And folks, Beauty Status is an authentic Minnesota hockey brand, T-shirts, Head covers, stickers for the man cave, flags, polos. They've got it all. Good Minnesota hockey stuff for all the fans out there. Go and check out Beauty Status um, on all socials. Their website is www.beautystatushky.com. Um, Ols, what did you get up to on the weekend? Well, speaking of uh, North Dakota, I made it back up into the promised land, Grand Forks. Uh, for a wedding. Uh, the fiance Shelby was uh, maid of honor up there in Grand Forks. So we went up uh, Friday. Um, didn't do anything Friday night. We uh, we had a uh, groom's dinner, whatever, um, at King's Walk Golf Course up there. And then uh, we went and grabbed a, a bevy at the loft and brick and barley. Um, but we got out of there at a pretty decent hour. We didn't, we didn't stick around to see the crowd, uh, roll in, um, but hit the hay. And then, uh, on that Saturday, I got together with, uh, some old friends, Gage included, uh, John Simonson, Dixon Bowen met up at JL beers for a burger and a beer or 12. Um, and then made our way to the wedding, which was a phenomenal time. Awesome wedding. Uh, great people, um, great celebration. So uh, my weekend was was full. It was good to be back in Grand Forks. Um, the the hung ride home was absolutely miserable. I was gonna say, did you miss that? Did you miss that drive? <laughs> I I did not. I don't miss that drive at all, especially at, on a Sunday. Um, and we got home just in time to watch uh, Minnesota get piped by the Detroit Lions. I'm actually really surprised and I didn't get a message from Cam Johnson, uh, like we stated on the last podcast. Um, usually he'd send something along the lines of Vikings suck dick, that whole spiel. Uh, that didn't come across, so I hope he listens and we get a, a late addition to that text. I was I was so disappointed when we didn't get that text, but Cameron's been busy recently. I know he doesn't look at his phone as often as he used to, so... It makes that, sense, but is that a confirmation he doesn't? Yeah, he doesn't. I know he doesn't. Um 
I've just heard from like Goffer and those guys. And I've noticed, you know, he's not on socials as much. He's not uh, snapping as much. So it's probably for the best. You know, I'd like to get on that train as well. Um, but uh, it does make you miss the guy for sure. I miss, even though, you know, I wasn't too happy about the, that Vikes game, but uh, you miss those, you miss those, those texts coming in from camera. I mean, they're fucking hilarious. So <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Nace, what'd you uh, get up to this weekend? So I was actually supposed to go up to Grand Forks as well, but uh, it's month end close at my job right now. So I was super swamped, didn't get out of work till like nine. So kind of just took the L there. But uh, instead, I decided to go to the two shows instead. Uh, one of them was a house show on Friday night, and that was unreal. One of the best shows I've ever been to. And then Saturday, it was more like a headbanging show at Skyway, and that was pretty fun. Uh, and then Sunday, woke up at about four in the afternoon. So missed <laughs> a lot of football, but caught the rest of it. Mace, I didn't know you were such a big concert guy, and I love that about you. Like, we're going to have to get a concert list, like a, a big, you know, one through 100 concerts ranked that you've been to. Because that'd be a, that'd be an interesting list to see. Um and like you said, that house that house concert you just went to like sounded great. Mm-hmm. I bet I wouldn't even know their fucking name, and they'd probably be up there at the best concert. So that's just some good information to have out there because I wouldn't. Some of these artists, you know, you would never think to go see a concert or go see them play, and they're pretty damn good. I mean, I know like I saw uh, Adam Sandler just finished up his tour, and he's singing music like he's filling up stadiums selling tickets and he's just singing music it's like what the fuck is he singing i don't know but it's it looked like a hell of a time it's got to be a great time i don't know i assume you guys have seen his saturday night live things when he rips out the the guitar oh yeah god are those funny we used to have those on dvd and we'd used to play them in the old honda odyssey back uh that when that was my mom's car uh, our family van or whatever we'd had the little dvd set and we'd pop in the adam sandler saturday night live and the guy can kick it he's he's kind of a magician when it comes to singing and, and playing music he's he's gonna be a pretty talented guy and um it doesn't really surprise me you know like i don't think concerts have anything to do with um I mean, they do have something to do with the songs. Obviously, like, good songs are great at concerts. But, like, I always bring it back to my Kid Rock concerts. I don't even I, – I never listen to any of his songs in my car. Um, but it's some of the most fun concerts you ever go to. It's just a hell of a show. And I, I can imagine it's like that for all – a bunch of artists. Like, I've heard Nelly. Nelly concerts are great. That guy hasn't came out with a new song. and No <laughs> surprise there, though. I mean, that guy's straight fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah i guess on my weekend um saturday yeah i met up with Ols. I, I skated with the uh east grand forks green wave squad the varsity squad their coach paul Mosino had me out on the ice um coach assistant coach colton sanderson was missing he was in western michigan uh watching the boys play and then uh, I, uh, yeah, so I got on the ice and coached. I, I, I ran him through, through some D drills, you know, and I was like, I wore kind of like a, a small sweatshirt. And I'm like, God, am I going to get cold out here? Like, I don't know what I'm going to do out there. And then 
before you know it, I'm fucking sweating, like doing all the jacks. Like I'm doing them, like I'm I'm skating, like doing all, like showing them how to do the drill, and then I'm getting into it, like yelling at them, and like all of a sudden I'm just <laughs> sweating my ass off. It was actually a ton of fun. Um, I can't wait to get back out there with them. But yeah, I head over to JL Beers in Grand Forks to meet Ols Dixon Bowen and John Simonson there. Um, it's been a while since I went back. Um, had a had a burger from there. Unbelievable. I miss those burgers. They're they're top notch. Um, I'd probably say it's it's between them or Speedway and Grand Forks with the best burger in town. Um, if anyone, if any of the listeners have any other takes on that, feel free to uh, shoot me a message or a tweet or something. I'll, I'll go try out your favorite burger. I'll, I'll give you a, I'll give you a rating on that. Um, but no, that was a that was a great day. And then John and I ended up John had a date night with his with his girl and Paige. Um, but they ended up meeting us at the loft after, and uh, we watched a Sioux game for a bit there and had ourselves a nice night. And then Saturday, Sunday, I woke up early at 7 a.m. and I went ice fishing, you know, went and uh, ripped some lips. That's what the, the cool guys call it when they go fishing, you know, fucking ripping lips, eh? Fucking going to snag a few. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, luckily I've got my dad who's uh he you know he's got the spots to go he's got all the equipment i kind of just show up and just throw the rod in the water and um you know it's no surprise we uh we started off so before you get there there's four of us that went and it's like all right so whoever catches the biggest walleye whoever catches the biggest perch whoever catches the biggest northern you know it's five dollars for each one and then whoever catches the most fish um gets another five dollars from each guy so i mean comes as no surprise i caught the biggest walleye the biggest perch the biggest northern and i had the most fish so <laughs> i actually cleaned house it was so funny like i'm i'm like tripping my dad i'm like yeah i guess you know if you guys you know want to know what i've been doing i can tell you um if you want to start catching fish like i am but uh if you guys want to keep doing your thing, that's okay. And my dad's getting all fucking rallied. <laughs> fucking God, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's, um, always, it's always the best. I'm not much of a fisherman, Gage, but uh, I went out fishing with Tucker Pullman and Pogo and uh, Austin Pogansky. And Pogo's a huge fisherman, loves it, like does all that shit. And I'm just out there. I cast my thing twice and I hook a couple of fish right away. I'm just <laughs> absolutely fucking giggling. And Pogo is just getting absolutely rattled that he doesn't catch anything and he's a oh, yeah. pro fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because, like, it's all luck. And, like, after I caught a bunch, I was, like, kind of sitting back relaxing. I had the rod just on the floor. And guys were like, hey, there's a fish down there because we're using these electronics. And, oh, there's a fish down there. Gage, pick up your rod. And I'm like, don't you guys want to catch a few? I mean, I don't care. I already caught my fair carry. So you don't want my rod in there. I'll just catch a fish. And then you'll have no fish to catch. <laughs> um, but no, that was, that was a great time. Made it back in time for the Vikings game. Didn't see much there. Um, that was tough. And then the night game was Tom Brady just getting blown out by mystery relevant. Um, Purdy there. That was pretty pretty cool to see his dad in the stands was kind of kind of tearing up. Um I can't imagine what it would be like to be a father of a 
of a an athlete that kind of gets that shot and that you know the game turns out that way it's just got to be that's got to be one of the best feelings of the world it's got to be better than even yourself playing in that game it's it's uh all those videos are pretty dang cool like even the guys playing their first nhl game or whatever and they happen to score and it's just uh that's just a, a feel good moment. Those are the kind of ones where you just kind of look at, you watch the video or watch the uh, game on TV and you just kind of smile. Those are the yeah. good, uh, the good time feelings. Yep. So it's a good weekend. Um, it's obviously snowing in forks right now. Just it's always fucking snowing up there. It's, it's, it's insane, but love the place. It's insane. It's, it's great. Um, <laughs> Um, let's move on to our predictions though. Uh, obviously, you know, for the listeners, we've, we've kind of decided to reroute with our predictions a little bit. We're going to try a few new things here. And, uh, Mace had the idea of, um, just going off how many game, how many series you get correct in the first one to get however many wins. Um, we're going to try some betting lines, uh, to see if we can win some bets, um, we might get on better edge and try to place those bets. If anyone wants to take us on or take the other side and bet against us, that could be a thing. Um, but for the first series, let's go up. Uh, let's go Bowling Green or Ohio State at Bowling Green. It's the Battle of Ohio. Um, we've got Ohio State on the road, minus one and a half. They're favored by one and a half goals. Um, oh, who are you picking in that game? Yeah, these rivalry games are are always, you know, fun to watch and whatever, but they're always tight games. One and a half on the road. Um, Obviously, Ohio State's the better team here. Um, Do they win by two? I don't think so. I'm going Bowling Green plus one and a half at home in the Battle of Ohio. I like that. I like that. I was – I'm going to – I'm going to take – I'm going to take Bowling Green. Actually, no. I'm going to take Ohio State. I think they're going to they're going to be up by one and they're going to get the empty netter. That's always that's always what it comes down to. I feel like it'll be like a a 3-2 game or something and it'll come down. I'll win the bet if they don't score on the empty netter. You'll win the yep. bet if they do. Yep. And then I'll stick with Ohio State. I think they're going to take it even though they're on the road. I like that. Quick and easy. Yep. I like that. I'm going to check my notes here on the next one. Bemidji at Mankato. Mankato is a one and a half point favorite. Um, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to ride the dog again here. I'm take Bemidji plus one and a half. Um, they aren't too offensive, but they're very good defensively. I have a feeling that it's going to be a tight matchup, as always, against the Beavers. I'm going Beavers plus one and a half on the road. Can, can I go um, Beavers money line for a couple extra ticks here? Yeah, I feel I feel like you. I mean, basically, a point and a half. Give me a point and a half for Beavers money line if they get it. I like that. Okay, yeah, I got I got Beavers money line on Friday night. Okay. All right, and then I'll take Mankato minus one and a half. It's going to be like, a tough series, but I'll take it. Yeah. You never fucking know, so. No. You can do all the research in the world on gambling. This is why I love 
just I'm an idiot when it comes to this stupid shit because you could do all all the research in the entire world and you can dig into a certain game and it could just be the complete opposite. I'm almost to the point where if if I think something's going to hit, I'm going to double down on the opposite. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you can't do it, though, because when your what you thought was right hits, you're like, God damn it. (laughs) I knew it. I knew it. I was right. I was right this one time out of 10. The other nine, I'm always wrong. But this one, of course, I get it wrong. Uh, And then uh, we'll do a little over-under action here on Michigan Tech at Ferris State. What's what's Um, the 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 over-under's at four and a half. What's the the background here? I don't want to go first here. I want to hear what you guys have to say. I'm... They're both obviously Ferris, low-scoring low team, Michigan Tech, historically low-scoring team. But I think now let's do Saturday game on this one. Okay. I'm going to go over. I think the boys, they know it's their last game. They know it's their last game before break. There's no holding back. Um, they're going to be – both teams are going to be firing, playing kind of dumb. Letting up chances. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the over. Like that, Mace. I wanna take the over. I really do. But I think it's gonna be a two to one game. I'm taking the under. I like that. I'm following. I'm also going under. I think that Friday Friday game might get out of hand and everybody will tighten up before the break, try and get a win. Uh, I'm going under four and a half, which is wild, but it's college hockey, so it doesn't surprise <laughs> me at all. And uh, I I would like to add, sorry, it's not Fair State. It is Lake State. Lake oh, State. Okay, I'm gonna go over four and a half. Okay, I think I think Tech scores four goals on their own. Um, I'm going over. Okay, there it is. Um, and then the last game. Sorry, this is the one with Ferris in it. Um. We'll go Friday night on this one. Ferris at St. Thomas. St. Thomas has picked up a few wins. Um, I've got the the line is at Ferris minus 0.5. So a tie gets St. Thomas the win. A Ferris State win gets obviously just any goal, any win gets them the points. I'm going to. I'm going to take the points. I'm going to take, I'm going to take St. Thomas. Um, I think they're either going to tie or win. I don't think they're going to drop in this one. I'll take St. Thomas to uh, win this bet against Ferris State. I'll take uh, Ferris in a blowout. Ferris minus 0. 0.5. All right. And then I will. I'll take Ferris as well as a minus 0. 0.5. I like that. St. Thomas just hasn't showed me anything yet. They'll they'll get there eventually. I mean, Minnesota t- Minnesota team will bring guys in um, eventually, but they just haven't showed me anything yet. So, yeah. All right. Well, that moves us on to the fun stuff brought to you by Butter Golf, and let's get into our nail gun of the week here. Does anyone have a good nail gun of the week? Or would you like me to start it off? Um, you know what? I'll go. 
Um, I'm just going to go with something I've seen recently. Um, obviously, this guy is a monster nail gun. Uh, but since I just got done watching the wild game, I'm putting Revo as my nail gun of the week as he absolutely <laughs> blew up that Detroit player. I mean, it's all over the internet. If you haven't seen it yet, it's a fucking get off the railroad tracks because he's coming. Uh, and then the the best part was is he squares up to fight and just nobody will fight him. Like no he's one, both- he, he drops <laughs> both. He hits the guy, drops both his gloves, and just everyone on Detroit is just looking the other way. Like, well, <laughs> yeah, they're. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck happened. <laughs> you want to? So, I will say somebody ended up fighting Revo eventually, um, but the bottom line was that that you hit was ab- absolutely massive, and I loved every second of it. I love that. That just happened after last week. Yules is talking about. I mean, you know these guys are on the ice. Take a look up. You know, like if you know Revo's on the ice, why are you skating through the middle with your head down? What yeah. What are you doing? You can't. Do you not, do you not think? I mean, <laughs> holy shit. I would be pissed at him if I was a coach. I'm like, hey, buddy, fucking Ryan Reeves is on the ice and you're skating through the middle with your head down? What the fuck are you doing? Guys, 280 pounds just looking for guys like that. He's just sniffing guys out like that. He's just waiting for that moment. He took like 18 steps. I don't even know if he got a penalty. It should have been a charge. He took like 37 steps and absolutely <laughs> killed that guy. I think I think if I'm a Red Wing on the ice there, I grab a different wild guy and just go with him and be like, oh, I thought he, I thought he hit him. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't, or just suck him. him. <laughs> like, there's no way I'm dropping the gloves with the Revo after he hits that guy. I'm no honestly, sure. I have a better chance of dropping the gloves with my teammate that just got hit because I'm pissed he got hit like that while I'm on the ice with the Revo. You stupid fuck. Just start beating him. <laughs> I mean, how pissed. I used to get so rattled, you know, like there's guys you play with that it's every game, you know, they're just getting blown up by someone. And you're like, Jesus Christ. Now I got to go over and hack the guy. Like, fucking stay on your feet. I used to get so mad at you just get so mad at guys who would just get ran over, like just head down. I'm like, what are you doing? Now I have to go in here and fucking get my teeth popped in because I, you're an idiot. <laughs> I still believe, I still believe the hardest hit I ever saw in college hockey was when Connor Gorder and Colton Sanderson ran into each other and Colton <laughs> Sanderson's uh, fishbowl unbuckled from his helmet and it was just hanging there. It was just hanging and it was his own, it was his own teammate that buried him absolutely oh. hysterical it was so good dave hackstall every all the coaches were, were like covering their mouth up with their little piece of paper just dying laughing dave oh. hackstall dave yeah. hackstall the guy doesn't crack a single smile and he couldn't <laughs> hold it in it was the funniest shit in the world he was, he was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> the bubble the bubble made it so much funnier though because the bubble yeah. was hanging off <laughs> uh we've i think we've mentioned this a few times on the podcast before but uh another one of the biggest hits i've ever seen was when someone uh high sticked kajula and like three on three down low and he thought it was tomer and just absolutely blindsided (laughs) practice ended after ended they just ended practice The the best the best part was I know for a fact we brought this up before because the best part was when Kajula got hit all the coaches were like pissed like 
hey, you know, this is just a mini game. Like, don't fl-. And then Cadge absolutely blows up Tom or blindside. <laughs> Coaches just end it. They're like, we're done. No more. We're done. Fuck <laughs> you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so good. Good nail gun there. Um, I'll, I guess I'll go, I'll go with mine now here. It's kind of a longer one. Um, let me see. Elena on Elena and Okay. Now listen to the stats on this girl. Graduated high school, age 12. Triple major at ASU. She's 13 at this point. Sorry. Youngest NASA intern ever. Accepted into the Alabama Med- Medical School. Youngest NASA intern ever. Three, three college degrees right now. 13 years old. Jesus. What? Christ. That's like... These kids... These kids that are that smart, you know, I think it is cool, but it's also like, that's not that cool. You're gonna, you're so fucking smart, you're gonna do something stupid. <laughs> you know, like she's gonna create some like crazy ass robot that's gonna kill us all or something. Like she's gonna be the one. <laughs> when you're that smart, I mean, can you even hang out with like? She's smarter than her parents, probably. Like, oh, easily. What? what how do you hang out with your parents? So you're just like, I can't have a conversation with you guys. You guys are idiots. <laughs> it was like Matt Hirinku coming in the locker room, like 4.0 engineer student. He's talking to all us idiots who don't even know English. And he's like, I don't know how to speak to you guys because you're just so dumb. <laughs> That's so true, man. Reek was on his own. He was on his own planet. That guy was so smart. I felt bad for him because he like, He's just like, God, like, how do I have a conversation with these guys? Like, I don't know what their interests are. It's just all like farts and like, just I'll, like. I'll, speaking of Matt Harinky, this is a great story. Mace, we'll get to your uh, your nail gun here shortly. But Matt Harinky, there was 10 of us. We went and saw the movie Sausage Party, all right? And everybody was sitting in the back. Oh, I'm sure you love that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, everybody's sitting in the back row. And it goes, Matt Harinky, me. And then eight other people. So I'm sitting next to the rink, rink and he's he's sitting on the end by himself or whatever. And this, if you haven't seen Sausage Party, it's absolutely hysterical, but it's just so absurd. It's about food and they have sexual innu- innuendos and all that shit. It's so, it's so hilarious. And a kid in your, you know, 19, 20, 21, 22 years old thinks it's the funniest shit in the world. Anyway. The whole eight other guys are dying laughing. And, you know, I'm like, I'm laughing along. But then I look over at Rink and Rink's just straight face. (laughs) Doesn't laugh the entire movie. So I didn't even get to enjoy Sausage Party. You know, the first time I ever saw I had to go back and rewatch it and realize how funny that movie was. Because I'd like laugh and then look over at Rink and Rink was just straight face and I'd just be like, all right, it's not that funny. All right, I feel like an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) I mean there's plenty of there's plenty of situations where it's it's the right time to hang out with Rink, but I don't think going to a sausage party with Rink is the right time. Not at all. Not at all. (laughs) Great great human, but I'll never forget that story. (laughs) Yeah. That's all time. 
It's not. You're just like, ah. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, the smart guy doesn't think it's funny. It must not be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Mates, what do you got? All right. Oh, whoops. So for my nail gun this week, um, I'll start by saying I'm not a big college football guy. I don't know a lot besides this year. I kind of just started getting into it this year. But uh, my nail gun this week is going to be Mike Leach. Uh, he just passed away recently. Um, but a video surfaced the other day of uh, one of his press conferences. And I think the question might have been like, oh, what what schools are you most worried about? Or who, who do you think he could beat or whatever? He starts going by the people in his conference and going by which mascots their mascot could beat. <laughs> and they're the they're the cougars so they're like okay well a duck's probably gonna get scared and fly away um oh that's all that's, time it's that guy i didn't even know which one you're gonna bring up because recently in the past week i've seen 200 of those interviews that like are just all fucking time like the guy's just like Someone brought up, I saw one that was hilarious. Someone brought up like, so uh, coach, I heard you don't like candy corn. And he like went on like a five minute rant of like, what his favorite candies were. He's like, I candy corn's terrible. You know, like, <laughs> awful. Yeah. I go, you know, I got, I, I go gummy bears, you know, the terrible ones. Um, and then he starts like breaking them down. <laughs> like, I saw, I saw one. This is such a great choice, Mace. Well done. Yeah. I saw uh, just today, actually, Shelby sent me one and, and it was a question about, marriage and like kids going through marriage or whatever and he's just like well first off you're never going to be right so just get that in your head and he just <laughs> went, went on this rant about marriage and how the the woman is always right and it, it was just so hysterical uh the guy from what i've heard you know i am a big college football fan um you know i'm not a nerd about it like i don't know all the things but i do know that that guy's kind of like one of the greatest coaches of all time. He kind of like changed the yeah. the way college football is. And the fact that all these videos are surfacing and, and, you know, unfortunately it's around a sad moment, but this guy, that guy's just an absolute animal and such a great choice. Yeah. That is a great choice, Mace. I wanted to, they, I, I want to share one more. I heard him talk about, they asked him about golf. They're like, coach, are you a golfer? He's like, golf? I hate golf. You know, it's just so stupid. It's like, it's, it's just people, you know, the only, the only people out there, like, if you, if you want to go golfing, it's just like, well, am I, am I good enough? Am I, are my swear words up to date? Do I swear enough? Well, then if you don't, you don't you probably go fucking golfing, you know, like, <laughs> and then he's like, it's just so stupid. Like I'm golfing with guys and, and they're just like, you know, they're trying to hit this ball in a certain way. Like they're trying to hit it to a certain spot. And it's like, it's not going to go to that spot. It's going somewhere else. And, you know, obviously they hit it somewhere else. And the guy's like, yeah, you know, I had my finger here and I'm just going to change my finger next time. It's going to go to where I want it to go. And it's, it's, it's not going to go where you want it to go. It's <laughs> such a stupid game. I, I just can't play it. It was such a funny analogy. It's just like, ah, he's not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um mace that's a good that's a good bring up um that's a good call there did did we talk about dion on the last one and have you seen some of the players he's been signing he's been getting all these like four-star recruits from like 
Notre Dame and all these big schools to decommit and commit to Colorado. It's just like he's going to clear. I feel bad for the guys on the team right now because they are all done for. Like yeah. They're out of- did, did you see his, his original speech? He's like, I'm coming in and bringing my luggage. He's basically saying, I'm bringing in a bunch of new people. Like, you guys are all screwed. Just <laughs> terrible for the, the Colorado kids that are there right now. <laughs> yeah, and, like, people are pissed at him for leaving Jackson State um, because it is kind of a cultural thing. Like, it's an African-American uh, league for – football players down there. It's, it's been growing from Dion. Um, and obviously, you know, he's had a couple undefeated seasons there and, you know, he kind of promised that he was going to stay at Jackson state Well, people are pissed at him, but I've been reading stories like Jackson state didn't give him a raise. Um, he was paying for all the team meals out of his pocket. He paid for the weight room. He like dumped millions of dollars into that place and he just left. So it's like, how can you be pissed at the guy? And then, so instead of giving him a raise, so when he's like, well, I might take this Colorado job then if I'm not getting any money from donors or anything. And they're like, well, we'll, uh, so they gave him a package, like they gave him a certain amount of money. And then they're just like, yeah. He's like, well, how much is left for like assistant coaches and stuff? And they're like, well, that's for you to decide. You, you pay them out of this money we're giving you and you can decide that. And he's just, it's like the guy's just getting shafted. Like, obviously fucking get out of there like if what he's yeah. done for that program and how much money he's put in like someone's got to give back yeah for sure it's uh, it's awesome what he's done but i mean that guy's obviously a great coach and he knows how to motivate players like he's just going to continue moving up the ranks it's just a fact oh 100 percent um well that'll bring us on to the next one here um a little hypothetical just a discussion Who's the most underrated famous person you know? Um, we know, we know, or like that. Just any, not know, but just can think of. Uh, yeah, someone I, that's a celebrity or famous, but is just out of the spotlight a little bit and doesn't get the fame they kind of deserve. Not that they want it, but they kind of deserve it. Keanu Reeves is ha- hands down the first person that came to my mind. And I say that because everybody knows Brad Pitt. And they're always talking about Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Gosling. And bottom line is Keanu Reeves, whether his movies are good or not, he's obviously had some great ones. Um, Bottom line is he's been in a shitload of movies. And he's just not talked about a whole lot like other people are. So that's why I pick him. Well, and he's an all-timer. Like, I've read so many stories of that guy, like, from years from years ago that just get that surface somehow that he gives away so much of his money like he live he only keeps like a couple hundred grand like he's not actually like some rich guy out there like all these other celebrities like he doesn't care about it which is probably why you don't hear about him much but uh yeah that's a great call that was one i was thinking of for sure um mine i guess mace i'll go second here the guy i was thinking about um, just cause I recently went on HBO and turned on rush hour, Jackie Chan. Yeah. That guy is so fucking legendary, man. Like, I don't know. Like he did all of his own stunts. You know, he's a, he's a Chinese guy, he 
can barely speak English, comes over, um, all his own stunts, funny as hell, absolute nail gun. Um, and you just never really hear about him. He's, you know, and he's one of the better actors. I've, you know, he's one of my favorite actors I've seen. He's in, so, he's just a, such a talented guy. Um, I wanted to give him a shout out. Jackie Chan, also a great Tiesto song as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, for mine, um, I actually just saw us today. Um, I'm going with Christopher Nolan. Um, only for the reason that he hates CGI and prefers to actually use and make the effects himself. So, like, uh, for example, Interstellar, um, instead of, like, CGIing a cornfield and a car, like, driving through the cornfield, he planted a 500-acre cornfield in Alberta just to film the (laughs) one-shot. That's Another sick. example, he bought a 747 just to crash it into a hangar because it would be too expensive to do it on CGI. So he bought a real-ass aircraft. No way. <laughs> yeah. That is unreal. Yeah. So that that's, that's my underrated pick because no, that was the first time I'd ever heard of that. I've never know heard that. of that. No. Yeah. That's nails, though. That's sick. Guys yeah. just fucking butt shit loaded. Oh. Some of those, some of those directors, I I love reading stories on how movies are made and stuff because some of those they get they go to the extreme extent where they like make it look so real and they want it to make they want it to look so authentic that it it, it pays off. Like Christopher Nolan's movies are all time, like the Dark the the Batman series and Inception and Interstellar. It, it, the list goes on. Dunkirk, it's insane. Um. And I just read I just read another one similar to that, Maze. So James Cameron, he films Avatar, and you know the main the main um character is Jake Sullivan, Sully. Mm-hmm. Well, before the movie, I guess, James Cameron wrote like a six hundred page script on Jake Sullivan just to add background. To give to that to give to the actor, I forget his name, who played Jake Sullivan, just so he could read it and understand his background, so he could play his role better. That's, that's not what. That's the extent these guys are going to to like make sure their like fucking movies are good. That's what it takes to be great, I suppose. Yeah, I mean that's just insane. Like most people write one script in their life, and it's they hope it gets made into a movie. This guy just did it so his actor would be better in his movie he's already making. Yeah, that's nutty. Yeah, so that's I like that topic. Well, we'll move on to the next one here. Um, best athlete nickname. You can name off a few. I know I have a few here. Um, I'll let you guys start in case, so I don't take any from you guys. I don't. I don't have one off the top of my head. So I mean, if you if Mace has one feel free otherwise i gotta i gotta think on it a little bit here yeah you can start gauge okay so three of my top okay i had two top ones um one the grade eight ov uh i love the grade eight i love ov 800 tucks obviously we can give him a moment of silence here for 800 tucks great job ov (laughs) um (laughs) But yeah, the grade eight all time. I would love to have that nickname. Um, and my second one is Kevin Garnett. 
They used to call him the big ticket. Unbelievable nickname. The guy is a fucking, he's a big ticket. And um, what I thought was cool was when, when KG retired, he, uh, he started up a little company called the big ticket. And it was this, it was this company where like, if you went to a sporting event that meant something to you, you, you kind of sent it into the, his company and he would make it into an actual huge size ticket. And it was the big ticket. So that's funny. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I always appreciated that one, the big ticket. And then the reason I brought this up was because I saw a video on, do you guys know who Gilbert Arenas is? He was a, oh, yeah. Just an absolute stud in the NBA a while ago. Well, he's got a kid. He's got a kid now, and the kids, the kid is unbelievable. Like he'll be in the NF, he'll be in the NBA. They call him the young Hibachi. That's so sick. <laughs> just, you just head to the court, you just head to the court and you just watch him cook. <laughs> that is That's sick. Sick. The sickest nickname I've ever seen. Young Hibachi. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Watch him dice it up out there. Oh, that's unreal. Those are good, good yeah. choices. When you when you said uh the big ticket and Kevin Garnett, first one that popped into my mind was AI, the answer. Yes. Alan Iverson, the answer. Uh 100%. that guy's that's just nasty. So I mean that's that's gotta be my numero uno. Mace, have you thought of any? Uh, one that I have off the top of my head, um, Rolly the goalie, Dwayne oh, Austin. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely yeah. <laughs> loved him as a kid. I mean, that nickname like fucking stuck with me. Uh, yeah, he got me into wild hockey. So, Rolly the goalie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one. The also what one of the wild guys that we're not thinking of, um, the late great Derek Bugard. The boogeyman, yeah, the scariest oh, yeah. guy to ever play in the NHL, and his nickname is the boogeyman. I think that fits the picture. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Man, I, all I, time. I, I gotta do some research on those because there's there's obviously some we're missing, but uh, all great choices for sure. Yeah, for sure, some are missing. I guess the the other one I thought of was uh, the mailman, um, Carl Malone, because he always delivers. Yeah, that's um, sick. <laughs> How about uh, wasn't there wasn't there a guy that went by White Chocolate and he was just a nasty disher in the NBA? Yes, what's his name? Jason Williams. White. Yeah, chocolate. White Chocolate. He just nasty spinorama behind the back. He was just one of the best passers ever. Oh, if you go watch that guy's highlights, unbelievable. You're, <laughs> I mean. I haven't watched a highlight clip in a while, but I, all I remember, like, we get back from, like, a party or something in college, and we just sit on the couch and, like, have a few beers, like, winding down, and we just watch highlights on guys, like, random oh, yeah. highlights and, like, Michael Jordan highlights. And I saw a tweet today that is kind of cool, and it's, it's, it's like, kind of scary at the same time, but it's, like, just think in, like, 10 years from now in 2033 or 2032, a bunch of college kids will be in their dorm room drinking at night, watching Justin Jefferson highlights on YouTube. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, that's pretty nasty because <laughs> they yeah. for sure will be. Oh but yeah. hundred percent. That guy's gross. He might still be playing in 10 years. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. He, but he'll, he'll, he'll have a hell of a highlight reel clip out there. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, that guy's um, but good nicknames there, guys. Let's move on. I think I'm gonna I think we're gonna add this into our fun <laughs> stuff along with the nail gun of the week, the tip of the day, and we're gonna have a category for it, or it's gonna be the tip of the week. Sorry, tip of the week. It's gonna be a category for it. It's gonna be different categories every week. But uh Olson and I just got to talking about this one and uh you know, it's something I wish I would have been taught a little earlier in life. Um, it's something but, we still have to teach, Mace. Yep, yep. So we're we're gonna talk about it. This, <laughs> the tip of the the tip of the week here is is gonna be about wiping your ass. Um, and what we found is some people still don't know how to do it correctly, which is why we're doing this tip. And this is for anyone out there. And you know what? I know my dad. He's fifty some years old. He still needs his tipples, so um, there are some listeners out there who could still use it. But, uh, Oles, why don't you, actually, Nace, why don't you start us off? How do you wipe your ass after you take a shit? <laughs> uh, so I uh, I grab the toilet paper, pull it down a little bit, tear it off, and I get as much square footage on that hoe as I can. Get as <laughs> much room. Give me a nice big pillow. <laughs> Listen. Listen, this is my tip of the day. Fold your to- fold your toilet paper. You- Otherwise, you know what, Mace, I I love you to death. But when people brought this up to me that they crumple their toilet paper and they just they hold it like a ball in their hands and they wipe it one time and then throw it in the in the uh, toilet. Are you gonna add something? Am I? I might I wipe more than once, you know. Sometimes you fold the crumple over if you need if you got to go back for seconds, you know. Okay. Not, <laughs> so you're at, you're at least you you're at least useful when it comes to this. I've heard of people they crumple it up, take one wipe, throw it in. Crumple it up, one wipe, throw it in. Absolutely asinine. First off, what if that crumple mid wipe one of your crumple falls off and it flicks your butt cheek, and now you got poopy butt cheek. <laughs> Now you're walking around with poopy butt cheek. What are you going to go back with the crumble? Now you got to hit a crumble on your butt cheek, and you got to get back in the in your booty hole. No, you don't crumble your toilet paper. You fold it. You wipe. You look to see how you're doing down there, and then you can fold it again and wipe again. So not only am I am I clean, but I'm useful with the toilet paper that I'm using, and I'm. It's it's just it's by far the only way that you should wipe your butt moving forward. Yeah, and I you know I like to use this analogy because I used to be a crumpler myself. Um, you know, regretfully so. I don't like admitting it, but I was. Um, but you know, some people are in a rush in there, and they think it's quicker. You know, they think it takes too much time to fold. Um, but here's what I'll say, and it kind of goes back to the you know why does the why does the executioner back in the day he why does he spend five hours sharpening his knife when it's only one cut and it's, it takes about half a second to cut a guy's head off well because he wants you know he wants a nice clean cut he doesn't you know it's 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 quicker it's easier it's it's better that's why you fold okay what i've learned yeah. is you know before i started folding i was always like gosh like are my are my poops like abnormally big because like I'm always clogging the toilet. Like, I don't know why. 
um, and I soon found out it was just like I was probably just using a fuckload of toilet paper, and that's why. That's exactly why. Um, so when you fold, you can use it. You know, you're you're saving the planet. I I don't know if you're saving the planet, but you're saving toilet paper. You you get, you get folded over probably two or three times. You can use it a bunch of times. Um, it looks a lot cleaner. It feels a lot better. And I'll even take this one further here and mention that if you really want to have a clean wipe and you're a guy, you need to get rid of the butthole hair. Um, whether it's nearing it, whether it's shaving it, I know it's a, it's a battle, but if you are having a tough time, you know, battling some dingleberries and some saucy crack, <laughs> um, just get, oh. just just get that hair out of there. Uh, get it out but, of there. But with the we'll say that with the warning because once you start, you can't stop. No, you can't. Once once you start, you can't stop because I mean, once you start and you take one little baby wipe, literally it takes one wipe. If you've got no hair down there, oh. it takes one baby wipe and it's clean as a whistle that's it's it it's addicting it's like it doing drugs it's like oh my god this is unbelievable just a clean break every time just and it feels so smooth wiping through the crack it is incredible feeling but if you don't stay on top of it you get the prickles i'll never forget i neared my bungus in uh juniors i neared the whole thing had the whole thing fried off burnt my hair right off and uh it was awesome for like a week, and then I I, di- I didn't ever do it again. Do it again, and for three weeks, I walked around with the little prickles on my left butt cheek, scraping my right butt cheek, and my right butt cheek scraping my left butt cheek. <laughs> when I'd when I'd sit down, scrapes. I got the prickles. When I'd stand up, prickles everywhere I go. Prickles. It's the most miserable thing in the world. So, if you do do that, you have to stay on top of it. Otherwise, it'll drive you nuts. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i would i went back to full wilderness i've got a full wilderness down there it is what it is i'll deal with the dingleberry or two pluck them out if i have to um are you but, guys wet, are you wet wiping down there at any point or is it just straight charmin soft straight charmin ultra soft i get the i get the double xl rolls you know where it says 12 equals 24 yeah i get those bad boys and i get four four um I get very strategic in my wiping. I get four squares and I fold it into two and then I wipe and then I fold it over into one square and I wipe. I get very in-depth Yeah. when I get into my wiping talk. The one thing that I've noticed against folding is when a, fi- a finger slip a might slip through. It might. It, it has happened a time or two, but that's the worst thing that, you know, comes with that scenario i don't get i don't get poopy butt cheek you know i don't put my pants back on and i got poop floating around in my butt i might have to wash my hand a little extra that's it is there anything worse though than having that thing slip through and you just you know your finger was just straight on poo the worst the worst thing in the entire world is when when the dump comes out and it splashes your tuchus it (laughs) splashes your tuchus and then you go into wipe and all of a sudden it just pops right through there's absolutely <laughs> nothing you can do there's no looking back at all <laughs> that's the main reason why i crumple you get no. the square footage 
You get the density. You're all set. You don't may, even have to worry about that. May some guys like a finger in their bum. You you got to try it every once in a while. Yeah. So. Have you ever tried it? Don't knock it if you don't try it. Right? <laughs> some people find pleasure in that. So don't tickle the fence until you tried it. You know, you, you might have to climb the fence and see what happens. All I know is that I'm willing to wash my middle finger more in depth than worry about poo flinging all over the place by crumpling. <laughs> and, you know, I would like to mention, we're talking about toilet paper now. I mean, some of these people out there who have gas station toilet paper in their homes, throw them in prison. Yeah. What are you're saving? What a dollar on cardboard rather than real toilet paper. Yeah. For four I mean, years I, in the goddamn fraternity, we used the cheapest fucking toilet paper. It was half apply sandpaper. That's like, you get it wet and it falls apart. Like, that's an know, automatic finger in the hole. That's an yeah, that, automatic that, that, every that single stuff, time. That stuff I can understand why guys crumble. Like I, sometimes I'm in the gas station. I'm just like fuck it. I'm taking this whole goddamn roll off, <laughs> yeah. crumpling it up. Like I'm, there's no chance I'm risking. Like this is. This is baking sheets. <laughs> it is awful. You absolutely have to invest in high quality toilet paper. And Charmin knows what they're doing. It doesn't matter if it's ultra soft, double soft, ultra strong, mega strong. Whatever they're doing, they're doing it right. It's a nice pillow for your butt. And it's worth the extra money. Yep, it is. Um, well, that's that's great great tip of the week there i think we're going to teach some people things some things out there it'll help them i think that'll be very helpful for people um for sure uh before before i let everyone go here i did want to bring up um the western at north north dakota western series a little bit i you know get to the loft and, and the game's playing and then we sit down and then all of a sudden all you hear on the t over the tvs is fours up bitch Four's a bitch. Four's a bitch. <laughs> it's like, yes, yes. <laughs> like, I tweeted out like thoughts and prayers to Cooper Moore. Like, hopefully, we can make this. Like, that is the best tradition ever. They just hate the number four. There. <laughs> I love that you could hear it over the the TV. That's hilarious. So funny. You got to think like NCHE TVs. Just like, oh my god, we got we got to drown that out. <laughs> Can't have just the whole stadium chanting "bitch" on live TV. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, but yeah, that's I, I just love that. And um, people were asking where that came from. And for the listeners, so whenever you go play Western at Lawson Arena in Kalamazoo, there they they chirp the number four, whoever's the opposing number four, um, every game. And I think it came, it stemmed from Tory Krug was number 44 on Michigan State. And that guy was a, I think he was just a little rascal on the ice when he replayed Western. So they hated him. So it's just, it's stuck. And that's one of the better things that is, you know, like a lot of the times like things happen and then they just kind of fizzle out. But this one's clearly stuck and I hope it sticks forever. Yeah, it is a great uh, college atmosphere at Lawson Lunatics Arena. Yeah, I, I would love to uh, get out there again before uh, my career is over um, on Earth here, just to see a, a series there because that's a it's a hell of a venue to watch a game. It's kind of shitty, but it's 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 great. Um, but 
Yeah, I mean, that's all I had for this week. Sorry for not having a guest this week, but uh, I think I think we, we went through some valuable information, especially about folding the toilet paper over scrunch. And, uh, yeah, I think I think we might have to throw out a poll once uh, this hits this hits the podcast line. We'll throw out a poll. We'll see who's a crumbler and who's a folder. Um, and we'll go over the results um, next week. Yeah, I like it. Well, uh, guys, um, thanks for making it tonight. Next week will be our one year, full year of doing a pod, doing an episode one a week. Um, pat yourself on the back. Well done. Hasn't been easy, but sure as hell has been fun. So um, thank you guys for joining me every week here once a week and listeners obviously thank you guys you guys are the best um and we don't plan on slowing down we, we actually plan on you know once we get some things figured out in our lives here we'll we'll start we'll start pushing some more content out there and start to start to get a little more creative give you guys a little better listen but uh thanks for sticking with us Ols mace thanks for uh making it happen it's been one hell of a year absolutely yes sir it's been a fun year yep well, we'll see you guys next week for the uh, finale of 2022. Thanks for tuning in.